episode two. A moment of silence for Alex Smith and his family. All that man wanted to do was sit and enjoy a beautiful weekend of football, but no. They got to bring him in as an example of everything that Patrick Mahomes could do that he could not. Look at Patrick Mahomes rolling to the left, throwing to his right. You know who couldn't do that? Alex Smith. Look at Patrick Mahomes out here celebrating with his teammates. Everybody plays so hard for Patrick Mahomes. You know who they didn't play hard for? Alex Smith. I'm like, the man The man just wanted some peace and quiet. The man's recuperating here in the DMV. He just wants some peace. He didn't ask for that. But at least when the AFC Championship game is over, he got to watch the NFC Championship game in peace. Oh, wait. Did you know that Alex Smith was drafted number one overall? 20-some-odd spots ahead of Aaron Rodgers, even though he was from the Bay Area, even went to Cal, was begging. He was pleading for them to take him number one. He's only a future Hall of Famer, but no, they decide to take Alex Smith. Word, he can't even watch the NFC Championship game in peace? That's foul. That's foul. He didn't ask for that. You know who else didn't ask for that? Me. I didn't ask for the Packers to lay an egg. I had gotten seven free hours to sit and watch football. It's the next to last Sunday that I have to watch football before the great abyss. And the Packers laid such an egg, my old lady asking me to do housework. She walk in the room, sees it's 27 to 7. Hey, why don't you take care of these dishes? Ain't like you got a game to watch. I had gotten this straight with you days ago. And now I look like I'm lying making up excuses for not to do housework because the Packers lay an egg. I ain't had nothing to do with that. Thanks for that, Aaron Rodgers. Thanks, Matt LaFleur. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. At least the dishes are done. I resent the Super Bowl for making us wait two whole weeks and murdering every available storyline. Any storyline you could possibly talk about you are sick of by the time the actual game comes about because they killed it. Did you know Jerome Bettis is from Detroit? Did you know these head coaches are brothers? Did you know this is the first time a father and son have both led their teams to the Super Bowl? Has anybody seen Eugene Robinson? Does this make Tom Brady the greatest of all time? Can they complete the perfect season? Seriously, has anybody seen Eugene Robinson? I mean, really, is there any more to talk about by the time the game comes about? So I'm not going to belabor the point. I'm not going to – I want to be the change that you want to see in the world. So I'm going to save all that Super Bowl talk for next week. But I do want to ask you guys who you guys are rooting for. You got Kyle Shanahan, who's an ex-Redskins assistant. Now, this is really like your ex glowing up. It, it really is a glow up. Uh, and then you have the Chiefs, who are our, our partners in Native American imagery. That's basically like your neighbor winning the lottery. Right. You have to see this every day. People say that the Redskins will never succeed until they change the name. They are cursed. Well, what happens if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl? I mean, at least we're not doing a tomahawk chop or nothing of that nature. I mean, really, if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, then it's really about us. That is all about us if that happens. So who would you rather? Would you rather your ex glow up or would you rather your neighbor glow up? I'm curious. You guys hit me up in the comments of this particular podcast. Now, it is MLK week 
I'm going to say it's MLK weekend. I mean, MLK weekend was last weekend. MLK day was Monday. But I'm calling it MLK week, so I'm doing nothing but listening to white rappers. Because it's all about the content of your character. It's not It's not the color of your skin. It's the content of your character. I had the pleasure of doing radio on Martin Luther King Day. And my, my DJ brought me into some Macklemore. Now, I don't know what it was about me that he felt like that's something I would get down with. But you know what? I did. Because it's about the content of your character. It's all good, Macklemore. And fortunately, white rappers have given us some new material. Mac Miller has a new piece out. May he rest in peace. And of course, Eminem, not to be forgotten or ever left behind, he has an album out as well. So I appreciate both of those brothers for giving us something to bump to all week. Now, it's ironic that it being MLK week, you had two coaches of color. Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs, and Robert Sala, the defensive coordinator of the San Francisco 49ers, lead their particular teams to the Super Bowl, led by their sides of the ball, and yet they couldn't get a sniff when it came to coaching. Now, I don't know about you, but I found it curious that at no point in the NFC Championship game did they mention Colin Kaepernick's name. The fact that, oh, I don't know, that's the last quarterback to lead the 49ers to the Super Bowl. He ran roughshod over this very team that they happened to be playing. He had his rushing record broken in that particular game. And at no point do they even mention Colin Kaepernick's name. At the same time, you had these Inspire Change commercials, Inspire Change being the organization that came together as a result of Colin Kaepernick bringing some of these issues to the forefront and, and forcing the league to deal with them. Anquan Bolden had a commercial where he tells the story of his friend being shot by a plainclothes police officer after his car broke down on the side of the road. Now, this commercial played at least twice. I think it played more than that during the NFC Championship game, to which I say, bravo. I'm glad that these are issues that are being talked about, and I'm glad that the NFL seems to not be running from it. However, it's particularly curious that during the same game that you refuse to even mention Colin Kaepernick's name, you run in a commercial outlining some of the issues that he was kneeling for in the first place. So what that tells me is that you're not necessarily scared of the issues that he was bringing to the forefront. You're scared of him. It's about him. It's not about the issues. It's about him. If it wasn't about him, you would have had no problem bringing him up. You could have brought him up in a football sense. I can tell you this. If you say 49ers are going to the Super Bowl for the first time since Colin Kaepernick led them there 10 years ago, Nobody's turning that game off, but you know what it does? It tells people that are in support of Colin Kaepernick that we're not whitewashing him from history. But no, you had at every point the NFL does the wrong thing when it comes to Colin Kaepernick. I mean, they they had a win right there. You could have brought him up in a football sense and you chose not to, which is petty and all the more curious considering you ran a commercial talking about those very same issues. Speaking of which, what are we going to do about this Rooney Rule, man? I mean, what are we going to do about this Rooney Rule? You have the same number of black coaches you had when the Rooney Rule was instituted 17 years ago, which is three. It ain't working, man. You got people out here bringing in Marvin Lewis for an interview. Ain't nobody about to hire Marvin Lewis. The NFL act like they sending out LinkedIn requests just to get brothers to come in and interview to satisfy the Rooney Rule. And the problem is, if you are circumventing the Rooney Rule, essentially what you are saying is, we don't believe we have a problem. We don't believe in the ideals that this rule is attempting to achieve. 
We don't believe we have a problem. And if you don't believe that you have a problem, there can never be any progress. It's like when I used to get punished as a kid. My mom will always say, hey, do you know what you did wrong? Do you know why you're being punished? And then she beat me within an inch of my life. But I'm saying it, it was really it was about the message, though. It was about the messaging. OK, if I don't know why I'm being punished, if I don't know why I went to bed early with, with no food and, and I'm sitting in there contemplating how I'm going to run away from home after school the next day. Like if, if I'm not understanding why and how I got to that place, then this is all for naught. This is all just an exercise in futility. And that's where we are when it comes to the NFL. If they are circumventing the Rooney rule, they don't believe that they actually have a problem. If they don't believe they have a problem, they have no impetus to change it. Also in the news, the Aaron Hernandez documentary. Now, one of the things that bothered me about the Aaron Hernandez documentary, there was a lot of, uh, of talk about his sexuality in the documentary and and seemingly unbeknownst to me, before the documentary, you know, they, they talked about people having, you know, whispers about his sexuality while he was still alive. And the way that this was being discussed was so disrespectful. You wonder why there are no openly gay players in the NFL. Oh, I don't know, because you call them stuff like tight ends off the field, maybe stuff like that, maybe just speculating about people's personal life, unverified to the public. I don't know. That probably has something to do with it. I'm just saying. You know, Martin Luther King had a quote. He said, we must learn to live together as brothers or perish together as fools. And to that, I would say you may not necessarily subscribe to a person's way of life, but we got to find a way to live together and be cool because people are not comfortable living their truth. And when people are not comfortable living their truth, it causes a lot of pain and anguish and it has to go somewhere. It can go inward, which is problematic, or it can go outward which is also problematic. We don't want those problems. For the good of society, we have to allow each other to live our respective truths, as long as it's within the law, you know. Some of y'all do weird stuff. We ain't, we, ain't, we ain't playing that, but you know what I'm talking about. Now, there have been some advances that I think Dr. King will be proud of, like the San Francisco Giants, Alyssa Nacken becoming the first female full-time coach in Major League Baseball history. That's awesome. She's a former softball star at Sacramento State. She's going to join the Giants coaching staff as the first female full-time assistant in Major League Baseball history. That is very cool. And it kind of reminds me of something which I think can be a positive development in sports is the focus on numbers and the focus on analytics. And that's allowed a whole new pool of potential applicants to take up some of these higher office jobs within organizations. What we have to avoid is that pool turning into, I don't know, the kind of pool that you see when you hire people for Wall Street and other high-level executive jobs, because that's no better than the NFL. That's something that we have to watch out for. But in general, I appreciate that the talent pool has been expanded to include women. And in fact, we have that with the Super Bowl as well. The first woman and the first openly LGBTQ member to compete in the Super Bowl, San Francisco 49ers coach Katie Sowers. That is awesome. 
Shout out to Katie Sowers and shout out to Alyssa Nacken for breaking through those glass barriers. Also, shout out to the WNBA. They got a new labor deal, which is going to pay them a lot more money. Hopefully allow the players to not have to work side jobs and play in second leagues in order to be in the WNBA. You know how brutal that is. When, when people ask me how long I've been doing stand-up, I basically think about how long it's been since I've had to go to a law firm by day and sit there half tired working on a set of unfunny jokes to do at an open mic that night. When I was able to quit my day job, that's basically my starting point for when I started doing stand-up. And in fact, even now, I look at my savings, my resources, my reserves. I don't look at it in terms of money. I look at it in terms of time. How much time do I have before I got to go back and work in somebody's office? How long do I have before I got to answer some phones? Or how long do I have before I got to start cold calling people off a sales sheet? That's how I look at it. If I have $1,000 and I spend $100 a month, I got 10 months. That's how I look at my savings. I got 10 months to my name. So shout out to those ladies for being able to focus, hopefully, full-time on the WNBA. It's been a long time coming. Let's bring it back home. Bradley Beal's in the news because of what he called a losing culture within the Washington Wizards. He was frustrated. They lost to the Chicago Bulls. And he spoke out about it. Now, generally speaking, I wouldn't say that this was anything that was particularly noteworthy. What made this noteworthy was the pushback from the fans because a lot of fans were like, hey, man, you signed that long extension. What did you expect? It's not like we was going to be out here winning 60 games, which is true. I I think at no point should you expect the Wizards to win 60 games. I don't care if they had uh, the Warriors roster from last year. I wouldn't expect them to win 60 games because it says Wizards on the front of their shirt. But. Cut Bradley Beal some slack. The man just lost to the Chicago Bulls. If you just lost to the Chicago Bulls on your job, you would be frustrated. If you were 13 and 28 on your job, whatever the equivalent of being 13 and 28 is, I think you would be frustrated. I think you are owed some time to talk about the culture of the workplace. How many times have you gone home from work mad because you had the day equivalent of losing to the Chicago Bulls? You ran into your significant other. Okay, you cuss people out in the car on the way home. You cut people off on 95. You have frustration. You were venting. You were getting it out. Cut the man some slack. It's going to be all right. Now, of course, as you guys know, I got to do my fan of the week. I want to start fan of the week. So the SAG Awards was this particular week. And uh, contrary to all human decency, Game of Thrones actually won some SAG Awards. Like, far be it for me to disparage the great name of Peter Dinklage. I don't think anybody associated with season eight deserves an award other than the fans, okay? In terms of an ensemble performance, the viewers, the fans of Game of Thrones deserve a SAG Award for picking each other up week after week and crawling back for more. What could you have wanted from a group of people out of a performance more than what fans of Game of Thrones gave you week to week. We we were frustrated. We were downtrodden. We were beat down. We were basically Bradley Beal, okay? You basically gave us a loss to the Chicago Bulls week after week when we turned in to HBO. And you know what? We came back for more. We complained. We did what we had to do to vent and keep going. We deserve the SAG Award. And I, what, what better ensemble performance was there out of fans other than the fans of Game of Thrones. Now, my fan of the week can be no other than Rob Lowe standing in the stands at the NFC Championship game with a hat, 
with the NFL logo on the front. Bruh. Bruh. What bothers me so much about, okay, first of all, that is the hat that exists that nobody ever buys. When you go into a lids, when you go into a, a, a footlocker, yes, that hat exists. It's for promotional purposes only. You're not supposed to buy that hat. Ain't nobody supposed to buy that hat. Everybody knows you don't buy that hat. I don't even think they would let you buy that hat. Now, I want to give him a little bit of credit and say maybe he didn't buy that hat. Maybe that hat was given to him. In which case, how little knowledge do you have of how the world works, of how football works, and especially of how social media works, to think that wearing a hat with the NFL Shield logo on it would be a good look? Are you serious? Are you serious? I mean, this man is basically out here rooting for ratings, I'm assuming. He's just like, you know what? I'm I'm really here for the officials. You know, I know you guys out here always like to disparage the officials, say nobody came to see you. I came to see him. I came to see replays. Okay, I wanted to see this form on the first down, all of that. I'm about these commercial breaks. Let's make this money. I love some of the tweets that are out there. People say Rob Lowe's the kind of man that goes into a restaurant and just orders food. <laughs> Somebody made a T-shirt to go along with the NFL shield hat that just says sports on the front. I appreciate all of that. Rob Lowe, you are my fan of the week. I also want to give a shout-out to Whitney Houston and Notorious B.I.G., not so much for getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but for triggering all the purists of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, look, nothing gets me excited more than triggering purists. If you can, if you can trigger people, if you can trigger the Judas Priest fans, man, because Whitney Houston got in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before them, I salute you. So, congratulations to their respective estates and last but not least i want to congratulate nicholas backstrom for being brought back signing a brand new deal where he can retire a washington capital hey sometimes it's not about the money you just gotta do what you gotta do to keep the family together okay i'm in a relationship sometimes she wants a meal more expensive than what's necessary hey why don't we go to this restaurant word because uh I'm pretty sure McDonald's don't have a line. They got the exact same food, Chick-fil-A up the street. Like, it, it, we don't got to pay $30. Like, we don't have to. But if that's going to keep the family together, if that's going to keep her happy, you got to do what you got to do. I appreciate them for cutting that check. He should retire a capital, just like Ovi should retire a capital, just like Steven Strasburg should retire a Washington National. And while we're on the topic, how about them Washington Nationals, despite all of this nonsense about the Astros cheating? We ain't got to worry about that because we beat their behind at home. And I don't want to hear no nonsense about, oh, they weren't cheating in 2019 because don't nobody stop cheating just because. Nobody in the history of cheating has ever stopped cheating just because. You got to get caught and find religion before you stop cheating. And that didn't happen until now after the 2019 World Series. So as far as I'm concerned, Houston Astros, you got beat with the cheating. How you like them apples? Before I go, I did want to talk about Delonte West. There have been videos showing the former NBA guard and DMV native being beaten in the middle of the street 
and generally looking haggard and deranged. And it's been really incredibly sad to see as somebody who's from here that's watched Delonte West's whole career. It seems like just yesterday he was playing in the NBA and to see his steep fall from grace has been jarring. Now, his struggles with mental illness are well documented. And I feel like just as a society, there has to be something we can do to prevent him spiraling any further downward. I applaud his former college teammate, Jameer Nelson, and coach Phil Martelli for pledging to help him. Um, And specifically, they've urged the public to exercise compassion, empathy, respect, and human decency. And I, I echo that. And I also hope that the NBA Players Association can get involved as well as the league, because as much as they've been touting their dedication to mental health, now is really time to back up those talking points with concrete action. All right, I appreciate you guys for joining me on episode episode two of the district of champions make sure you hit that subscribe button on itunes or on podbean or you know what do both because you can it's a free world it's a free society that leaves you free to do both of them bad boys also make sure you follow me on instagram and on facebook the at district champions account and follow me at reese waters i love to love you baby